You're listening to Parenting Our Future with certified parent coach, Robin McMahon, author of The Yelling Cure and founder of Parenting for Connection. My podcast is all about providing you with the tools and solutions you need in your parenting so you can create the family you always wanted. Everybody. Okay, welcome back. This is part two with Jillian Bolands. We are here talking about how to make sense of 2020 and move past it and thrive in 2021. This is what we're all about. So Jillian, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, this and, is so good. Let's just do it. Let's move yeah, forward. Right? This is great. <laughs> yes. And, and just in case you missed it, Jillian's a mama of three beautiful boys and she's an intuitive life coach. So she comes to us with so much wisdom and she has been through the ringer herself right? Like we all have, we all have our stories. We all have our stuff that we've been through. Uh, and she, you know, comes from a place of deep wisdom and, uh, you know, so many experiences that she has learned from and moved on from. And, um, we, last time we talked about, you know, stop resisting, giving yourself permission to surrender, right? Um, that we get to create the future by consciously being present with our energy now. Uh, and we also talked about that we aren't meant to function in a linear way, that we're meant to function in more of a cyclical way. Like there are ups and downs and ebbs and flows. And why do we feel that we need to power through with the same power and energy and drive when nothing else does. And you, you use the moon, for example, the moon doesn't shine full, full moon the whole time. It takes a break. It goes away. Yeah. It, it shows up with half strength. Um, and what a great metaphor. What a great metaphor for that. You know, our trees don't stay fully in bloom. Our flowers don't. Um, they, they let go and release and surrender to the wind and, and the cycle. So that is such a great perspective to have. And I, I love it. And so I know. you just summed that up beautifully, sister. Well done. So much. <laughs> well, it's your, I, I get you. I get you. And I, I love know you. you do. I so know. Much. Yes. <laughs> um, so, okay. You said something last time and I think we need to start there because okay. we're talking about, okay, you know what? I'm not going to swear, but I'm going to say F this reality that is 2020. Let's like, let's let her go. Let's let her go. Let's thank her. Let's bless her. Let's let her go. But you said, you said to me that we don't have to look at our current reality and believe in it for our future reality. Okay. My head is spinning a little bit. I got those little like dialy uh, swirls in my eyes when you say that, cause I'm not sure exactly what you mean. So break it down, sister. Tell me what yeah, is that okay. all about? Beautiful. And I'm sure many of your listeners, especially from last time, are like, oh, we, we need to learn more about that. And so yes, this was actually true. one of my biggest personal learnings. So mm -hmm. I'm so excited to give this to you today because this is kind of everything right here. When we talk about um, conscious, consciously creating the life that we want to live, right? Like mm -hmm. your, your energy and your vibration is what paves the way for the future. This is law of attraction stuff. And mm. it's so interesting because if I, and Robin, you can see me, but my coach actually uses this as an example. And I get this from her, but I am holding a pen in my hand. What mm -hmm. just happened? You dropped it and it fell. I dropped it because I opened up my fingers. So I have a pen hanging here. If I open my fingers, it's going to drop, right? Law of gravity. We don't question that because we see it all the time. For some reason, many of us have questioned law of attraction, even though it is just as potent and obvious, I dare say the word obvious, as the law of gravity. We 
fast paced, narrow minded head in the sand humans who are just trying to get ahead based on external goals, just choose not to um, participate with the law of attraction sometimes. And we certainly don't want to play that game when things aren't going well for us, right? Like we don't want to think like, oh, I called that in. That's a whole different conversation for another time. Okay. Robin, we'll we'll have it. We'll have another episode about that. Someday. Yeah, I want to. Now, I, now I have questions, but I'll leave them. I'll leave them. <laughs> Don't worry, everybody. We'll have her on. <laughs> we, can, we can go there if you want to, but I think that this no. is going to bring us back to the moment here. We, in every single moment, it's a now, right? So right now, as we are talking, it's a now. When your listeners are going to be hearing this, it's going to be the future for us, but it's going to be there now. Yes. Right? You you follow me with that. I'm going to say the word now a lot here, but this is important. So right now is a now. Tomorrow at this time is currently the future, but it will be a now when we get there. So, so often we say, I want an abundant life. I want to be happy in this life, but we're Mm -hmm. miserable in the moment. We are focused on lack in the present moment and you cannot create happiness from from sadness. You cannot create abundance from scarcity. So if we want to create that future moment for ourselves, then we've got to start living in that way now. Mm -hmm. And yes, it may be more difficult to be able to ascertain because you don't have the things yet, right? But if we raise our vibration Mm -hmm. to a higher level, a higher way of functioning and being, we will create tomorrow. So if we want to be happy tomorrow at 2 p.m., then right now, what if we committed to being happy now and making happiness a standard for us in every moment of now leading up to tomorrow's now? Then that now will inevitably be happy because we have decided that happiness is the way that we are going to live in each moment of now. So it brings the conscious choice into it. Go ahead. Okay. So, okay. A couple questions then. Um, and, and so I said this to you earlier and I don't know if this visual will help anybody else, but when I picture like the past, the present and the future, I actually picture it like a film strip. So, you know, if you go to the movies, right, you can only the camera or the projector only projects one, really one, um, image at a time. And that is your now that one image that's being lit up is your now everything else is the future and the past. Right. And so every time there's a new, a new, um, a new, what what, what do you call those? Each little snippet. I don't know what they're called. Um, anyway, each frame, frame, each frame frame is a new now when it's lit up, but until it's lit up, it's the past or the future. Right. Right. So, um, okay. And when you say vibration, I think that is a word that sometimes people don't understand what I think what you're saying and correct me if I'm wrong is, 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 is your energy, your choice, your, your thoughts, um, and you being also willing to, to, to embrace things that are also true that can bring you joy and different things like that. But maybe you have a better way than I do of explaining what that vibration means, like leveling up my vibration. I'm not sure what that means. Think about how you feel. 
Think about vibration in terms of a feeling, right? So when you feel excited and lit up, you usually are buzzing, right? Like you, you can feel it in your body. When you are feeling um, sluggish and uh, despair and sadness, you can actually feel in your body that slower feeling, right? Mm. So each emotion actually has a vibrational frequency that's attached mm. to it. So if you're feeling, you know, a middle of the road kind of, um, you know, mundane, uh, this is fine type of feeling, complacent feeling. If you want to feel, if you want to live a better life than a complacent life, then you've got to choose and actively raise your vibration to choose excitement or fun, which are higher level vibrations. Mm -hmm. And what, what we do is we actually physically get involved in that. We, mm -hmm. uh, we move our body. We make ourselves laugh. We call in, um, we call, we do something that is is inevitably going to make us feel better. And we just do that more often. It's, okay. It is as simple as saying like, okay, I want to feel better than like, what do I have to do or how, based on how I want to feel to get there. So it's, again, it's working with the ebb and the flow, the, the being and the doing working together, but actual, actually generating better feelings within you. Mm. Well, all? and we can, yeah. And I think right. uh, to, to sort of bridge that gap too, we can also do things like stand in a Superman pose, for example, mm -hmm. you can't not feel powerful in a Superman right, pose. Right. And just before you and I got on the very first time we spoke, um, we, we, uh, at least I did, I stood up and, um, and put my hands on my hips in a Superman pose and said, yes, 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 yes. Right. With a big cheesy grin. We said it, I said it with more power than that. Nobody needs to hear me say that, but you know what? That just gave me a boost, right? Because I was a little tired this morning, and uh, and that it just it just brings your level up, right? It's there are things that you can do, fun tricks and, and tips to, to help you do that. Um, okay, so that that's awesome. So and going so going back to your question, Robin, of what do I mean when I say you don't have to look at your present moment and believe in it for the future? It's okay, yes, take a look around you. Things might be really yucky right now, right? It might feel bad. And if you don't want your future to be reflective of that, what can you do now to look forward to new opportunities, right? I'm not going to tell you to pretend that, you know, um, yucky things aren't happening for lack of well, a yeah, word Well, yeah, because there. people could be listening saying, I'm in debt. My kid just got suspended. You know, uh, my husband yeah. is in jail. Um, I, you know, I had to go to the food bank for the first time in my yeah. entire life. I mean, there's really heavy stuff out there. So I think this concept is something that is really powerful, but also, you know. Yeah. So we can get it. really defensive. We can get mm. really defensive about our mm. present reality. And what happens when we do that is we are actually arguing for our limitations. Now, again, I say that with love. I say that with reverence because I've been there a number of times and things get really hard and they get really yucky. And I'm the first that is going to tell you, you've got to feel your feelings. Like you have to allow yourself to take yeah. a state of the state and feel what's coming up for you. And when you are ready to start creating a new future, then you can take a look around and instead of saying, okay, this is my reality. So this will always be my reality. You can say, this is my reality. And I choose to look forward 
to something better. Mm. I choose to look forward to things being different. I choose to look forward to opportunity as mm. opposed to assuming I'm always going to live in scarcity. So it's about what you say to yourself as well and not allowing those negative thoughts uh, to, to, to take over, right? That yeah. you can say, uh, that you can literally say, okay, so some stuff is really hard and um, I'm looking forward to more joy. I am looking forward to more opportunities. I am looking forward to more energy, right? So you don't have to have it figured out how you're going to get there. You just totally. put it out there, right? And that's the law of attraction. Is that right? Totally. And you can get yeah. specific. I'm looking forward to more money in my bank. I'm yeah. looking forward to more connective relationships. As long as you're not trying to pigeonhole exactly how it's going to get there, because that's yeah. a trap that we tend to fall into. Like, I want more money in the bank, but my job only pays this amount and I'm at the cap, right? It's like, right. okay, but like, what if it doesn't have to come in via your job? What mm. if you just allow yourself to feel the abundance of what more money is going to feel like for you? It doesn't matter where it comes from, right? Like watch it rain in as you just align with that feeling of, I'm so looking forward to having more money in the bank. That's going to be so exciting, right? Like you could mm. feel even just that. I bet your energy is raised because you felt mine actually yeah. raised right there, right? And so- not staring at the present day moment and getting stuck there mm. rather looking forward to all that is abundantly available. Because here's the thing, Robin, in any given moment, there are infinite possibilities of mm. how things could go. So mm. like you choose, you choose. And now there are moments that are going to suck and I'm not going to tell you to bust through those because that is force and not flow. But I am going to tell you that when you are ready, you get to play on a higher frequency and just watch it roll in. Well, and here's the thing. If there's infinite possibilities, you can't possibly think your way out of them or through them. So that's why you just, you just trust, right? Have faith. That's what having faith is, right? That there is, there, there are things and forces that you can't possibly understand and you have faith and you trust in that. Um, and, and that is what is amazing. Now, I think this is a really great place to, um, to start talking about, <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube with us, Jillian is doing something I apologize. I'm trying to get my making cute faces that are really cute but let's 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 talk about setting intentions because like yeah. we've got we've got about 15 minutes left here and I want to make sure that we are setting intentions and we are giving people tangible things to do um, and I just think you've already helped us so much with a mindset shift so that is huge that's one way to step into 2021 is with a yes. mindset shift. So I hope everybody take notes, please, you know, take this in, pause and, and go, go back and listen again, you know, get the lesson, get the message, get the, you know, let's do something different because you know what? Doing new things can be uncomfortable, but I'll tell you what, you're already uncomfortable, most of you, right? Most of us, I'm not saying you, I don't have it all figured out by any stretch of the imagination. And oh, no. I'm trying every day. And I, I, I really do try, but you know, Jillian, I have had days, uh, even recently where I have cried all day long. I have been at war with the present moment. I have not liked my present circumstances and, and I'm sad about it and I'm mad about it. And I allow that for myself 
and then I move on. I really try to move on. Again, I'm not perfect. And I am here learning as much with everybody else. Um, so I just, I just want to say that this is never, never about perfection and never about us saying, Gosh. hey, we got it all worked out. Because you know what? The second you think you do, it's like, whammo. <laughs> you know? Well, and I'm like, over here, oh, yeah? right? We're on a podcast. And we're on a podcast interview. It's like, if you want perfection, this is not the place for it, my friends. And I'm proud of that, right? Like, my camera keeps going fuzzy. <gasps> is it going to work? So I'm like, you know, dabbling this all over the place. So we're here and we're making a difference. And so Robin, to, to your point, you sitting with your feelings and feeling your feelings and allowing yourself to move on after having released them is so powerful. Yeah. Right. And I'm just going to say this, and I'm going to invite your listeners to get really geeky with this if they want to. But as we look forward into 2021, I am all about cyclicality and flow and tapping into our own intuition, utilizing the mm. flow of the moon and the seasons and learning from, like you said, like a tree is a perfect represent representation of what we could be if we allowed ourselves to be right. Like a tree mm. is constantly going through a cycle. It is going from not being able to see a, not having a leaf on it, appearing dead, but all it's let, letting itself mm. rest. So it's getting nurtured in its roots mm -hmm. and underneath the soil. And then with the newness of spring, it buds and it starts to flower and it's like life is coming back. And then we've got the lush and the vibrant summer that is just so rich and vivacious and full of life and fun. And then we go into fall and those leaves turn the beautiful colors that they are for their final show before mm. their rest again. And they release to the ground. This is actually how we are meant to live as well, right? I just said to you a little while ago, like we, the fact that we are quote unquote expected to function the same in June or the same in January as we do in June is asinine to me. <laughs> they're, it is just, they're way different energies with those different seasons. June, yeah, we're out there. We're playing. We're feeling the sun and it's warmth for the first time in many, many, many months. January, it's like, oh gosh, I just need to rest with warm soup and a red wine or a cup of coffee or a nice tea mm. or whatever it is, right? And so mm. the fact that we put pressure on ourselves to be exactly the same every single day, mm is mind boggling because a tree doesn't do that, mm. right? The moon doesn't do that. And nature just all, doesn't do that. No, right. No, we are, we are all made up of the same energy, right? If we are coming back and we all come from that place of that oneness and that wholeness mm. and that source energy, we all have that same cyclical features, mamas and dudes, both in different ways, but like it is, it, it, this is a real thing. So if you haven't thought about this before, but you, you've wondered like, what's wrong with me in January, as opposed to what you are like in June or why, why do I turn into a puddle three days after the full moon when at the new moon, I am ready to go. It's because there are different energies out there and within you. And when you utilize, when you utilize them, when you understand them, when you understand how they, they feel within you and how you connect to them, you can really start to create a very purposeful energy supportive 
lifestyle. So, mm. and you can get, like I said, you can get super geeky on that and even bring the Zodiac signs into this. You can bring other mm. planets into this. And it's just so fun to be able to do that throughout the course of, um, of your life and, and to tap into how you feel and connect it to the energies. I want to get into actual intention setting, but Robin, what do you, what do you, what do you have? For I me? just want to say, um, if for anybody that does want to get all geeky, like that is your jam, right? So Jillian, <laughs> like you just, like if that if that um, if that speaks to you, then um, then Jillian does all of that work. So she really loves to talk about um, you know matching your energy with the moon cycle specifically and different things like that. So you do all of that other kind of work as well, which is so cool. And, yeah. and, and so if people want more, then you've got that. Thank but you. Yeah, Thank let's, you. Yes, and it's, yeah. it's fun, and we get to uncover our truth when we better know ourselves, and we get to better know ourselves when we can tap into cyclicality. So. Mm. That's my belief, but let's actually you, I want to, um, Robin, I think it'd be really cool to use a moon cycle as a means of helping your listeners set intentions going okay. into 2021. Take it away, so, Jillian. <laughs> let's, let's pretend, right? So, and we can, well, we can do this in a couple of different ways. So let's, we're going into a new year right? We're not here. We're not talking about new year's resolutions here. We are talking about intentionally participating with the kind of year that you want. So I think that's the first question that many, many people, mamas in particular, are not willing to ask themselves, what is it that I want? Not what is it that I'm expected mm -hmm. to do? Not what should I do, but what do I actually want? Being brave enough to ask yourself that question and then actually answer it for yourself is so sacred. And I want to, I just want to put a plug in there, like give yourself the moment to dream into that and just remember mm -hmm. those wants. And the, what, what do you want now? Not based on what you wanted pre-kids or what you wanted a year ago. Like, what do you want now in this present moment? And let's set intentions based on that. So when we set intentions, which is normally a new moon practice or activity. So if we're going to bring some moon cycle into this, we set intentions at the new moon. The sky is black during the new moon. You can't actually see the moon during that phase. So it's like, we've got a blank canvas, right? So 2021, we've got a blank year. We've got a full year ahead that nothing has been thrown on it yet. Right? Like it, the sky is black. We can write whatever it is we want. I want you to picture like, um, farming too, right? Looking out over mm. a completely fertile, but nothing's been planted in it mm. yet field. Like that. What, what do you want to plant? Mm. What, what do you intend to do with this space? What do you intend to do with the land as a farmer? What do you intend to do with the year? What do you intend to do with that moon cycle, right? What are your intentions? And when I say intentions, what do you want to do? And how do you want to feel? And let me just say one thing. If you don't take care of that land, mm -hmm. it will not grow anything for you. Yep. As in, if you don't take care of yourself, you are useless to everybody around you. So I just got that message and I had to share it. I'm so glad you did because yeah, we, we function from this place of being a martyr and feeling and pretending like we can give all the things to all the people and we have done nothing for ourselves. That's actually not possible. You are actually, um, robbing the people that you love the very most of what you could give them because you don't have anything within you to give. So what if 
Mm-hmm. What if you took care of yourself, you asked yourself what you wanted and you gave it to yourself, understanding that abundance begets abundance. Mm. As you pour into you, that overfilling mm. sense, or overflowing sense of love and safety and security and um, sensuality and fun, that's going to overflow to the people that you love the very most. Mm-hmm. So if you take care of you, not only will you become the best version of you, but that's what they're going to get too. And that's what you put out into the world, right? Because in your affecting, you know, there's, there's like three degrees of people who you affect with just one interaction. Right. And if you can spread joy and love, you know, like joy instigators, I mean, that's, that's a pretty special thing too. But, but, you know, you, you said too, that, you know, this martyrdom, if you will, I, I think it's, maybe less about martyrdom and more about we don't know how to ask for help. We don't know how to be vulnerable enough to say, actually, I can't do it all. So brave enough to say I can't do it all, vulnerable enough to say I need help. Um, and, and please give yourself permission. It's okay. Do you know that when you ask for help, you don't bless just yourself with the help. You bless the other person who gets to help you because it makes them happy to help you. When you get asked for help and support, don't you feel like, oh, like you chose me. I'm so excited that you asked me to help you. Like, oh, I feel special. Do that. Please do that. Give yourself permission to do that. It's so beautiful all the yeses. And I'm going to take that to one other level. Oftentimes we feel like when we do something for ourselves, it takes away from our family, right? We don't want to go do that thing to take care of ourselves because it takes away from our family. Mm -hmm. But what if we remember that your family gets to be your biggest cheerleader if you Mm -hmm. let them? Right. Mm -hmm. So involving them in your dreams, right? When we set these intentions and we ask what we want, how sacred to be able to uncover something that you want and then to share it with your family and say, Mm -hmm. you know, mama really would like to do this. I want to, I want to focus on this. I want to focus on doing these things and feeling these things. Would you cheer me on with that? Mm -hmm. What do you think? Right. Could you support me? with that? Like, oh my gosh, if I went to my three kids and I do this, I I personally do this a lot, like, especially with my seven-year-old, like, buddy, mama's going to do this. Can you be my best cheerleader with this? Can you be my Mm. biggest support? And his little face is like, oh my gosh, of course I can. Right. Like it's it's just such a sacred gift. So I want to invite you into new paradigm shifts of the stories that we tell ourselves that this is taking away. What if we just dropped that lack scarcity mindset and we completely reversed it and said, what if I can actually abundantly bless their lives? Like you said, Robin, like, wouldn't, wouldn't that be a gift to both you and them? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that we don't realize how much our kids are, are our cheerleaders. You know, I, I look at both my boys and my oldest, he tells everybody, he's like, well, my mom's a parent coach. She helps other parents, right? He's so excited for me. It's so sweet. And he's the one that I've had the hardest time with. And then my little one, he's like, well, I, I want to work for you, mom. I'm like, oh, well, that's sweet. I'm not, not sure how, but you know, we can talk about that. Right? Something? You could bring it out. out. <laughs> So cute. So, okay. So yeah, is let's, there, let's, is, no, this is great. Is there a language around setting an intention? Like what is, what are the steps? Cause I want to leave everybody here with steps for, for, uh, and I think we've already, you know, really framed it up really nicely, but the steps to actually make intentions 
and make them last and make them powerful and make them impactful in our lives. And this is not about losing weight, going on a diet. This is not about, I'm going to drink less or, you know, this is not what we're talking about. These are not new year's resolutions. We're talking, how do we want to show up in this new year? No matter what is happening in the world. So beautiful. I love the way you worded that question because an intention is meant to be participatory. As a resolution, resolutions kind of feel to me like fingers crossed. Yeah. Let's see how well I can do, right? I hope I get on the treadmill this morning, but I can't guarantee right? it. Like, but intention brings your your body, your mind, your heart, and your soul into it. Like, I intend to do this. This is something that I want to participate with. So, and you said, how do I keep those intentions going? And I'm going to pull the full moon, more of that releasing energy into it. Because that is just oh, yeah. as important to intentions as mm-hmm. setting the intentions themselves. Okay, I like what you're about to say. I'm excited. I can't wait yeah. to hear it. So we set our intentions during the new moon, right? And I mean, friends, you can set them whenever you want, but if we're going to, if I'm going to give you the example of a cycle with this, I think it'll help to solidify it a little bit more for you. So we set intentions at the new moon. We ask ourselves, what is it I want to do? And how is it I want to feel? Okay. What is it I want to do and how is it I want to feel? Okay. Exactly. And I love the juxtaposition between those two questions because that in itself has cyclicality in it. Doing is action. Feeling is being. Right. And so when we talk about ebb and flow, wax and wane, masculine and feminine, there is the doing energy and the being energy. Oftentimes Mm -hmm. we shame that being energy Mm. because we've been programmed by society that we need that our worth is in what we do but feeling and embodying is just as crucial to the intention setting moment as figuring out what it is you want to do because when you claim what it is you want to do if you put your head down you start taking action and you haven't given your your body a chance to again energetically and vibrationally sink in with that then you don't have as much personal support for yourself with it. When we can do and feel and incorporate both sides of that spectrum, it's the yin and the yang. Mm. Then we have the full spectrum plan there for you. Mm. So with intentions, what do I want to do and how do I want to feel? And then we put it to work, right? We Mm. start taking discerning steps Mm -hmm. on the actionable path for what we want to do while constantly checking in, how do I feel about this, right? Is this as as good as I thought it would be, right? So we're just, we're being very consciously present, which we talked a lot about in our first episode together, being consciously present with how we feel during what we do Mm. as we start planting the seeds of our intention, right? So like we've set the intentions. Now the farmer is getting the seeds into the ground. How's it looking? How's it feeling? Do I like the rows, right? Like, do I want these vegetables here and these over here? Like, how is it going, right? Like we're assessing as we go. Then we get to the full moon, okay? The full moon is when mama moon is the biggest and brightest in the sky. Everything is illuminated. And Mm -hmm. so metaphorically, happening within us, right? So many times we try to hide different parts of ourselves, like our shadow self, but during the full moon time, everything is lit up. So we get to actually take a state of the state of how, how are those intentions going? What's working for me and what's not? And so I want you to think about in the full moon, dancing in the full moonlight, right? Like coming together, like 
just like with a fire blazing and dancing in the full moonlight and being fully embodied and celebrating everything that you were brave enough. Cause remember we talked about that bravery. What do you want? What do you actually want? Well, in the full moonlight, we get to celebrate the fact that you took action on the thing that you actually wanted. And mm. as we are being with our feelings of it, the full moon also illuminates what worked that we're celebrating and mm. what didn't work. And so simultaneously, as we celebrate, we can also release what didn't work. No judgment, no shame. Yes, We don't have to it. waste energy or time worrying about how poorly we did it. We get to focus on, no, no, yeah. some of it went really well. And I'm going to celebrate that. Some of it didn't go the way I thought it would. I'm going to release that so that I can adjust my sails so that I can write my ship and get back out there and continue to focus on what I want mm -hmm. doing and being and bringing it all to life by participating with both of it. So yes, intention setting. What do you want to do in 2021? How do you want to feel? Mm -hmm. And are you willing to mark your calendar for those check-in moments with yourself? That's Illuminate great. it all. What's, what's worked that you're so proud of and that you get to celebrate? Uh -huh. What didn't work? But it's like, okay, that, I thought that would go better. I'm just going to release that. I don't have to do it that yeah. way anymore. Because since I figured out what I don't want to do, I probably have some clues as to how I can do it better now. Right. And we just right. get back into the cycle. We plant new seeds of intention based mm -hmm. on what we learned and we let it ebb and flow. I love, I love that you're <laughs> saying release it without judgment or criticism because, oh boy, do we, do we normally spiral down into um, beating ourselves up, regret, shame. Yeah. Let's let go of all of that. We yeah, are like, perfectly what we imperfect. Do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, once and for all, enough is enough to fail and to make a mistake is to be human. We are all human. Enough, enough beating ourselves up, everybody. Please stop. Let's just say, okay, I needed that to happen. How do I know if I needed it to happen? Because it happened. Okay. That's why. And if you need to release some feelings about it, yes, release the feelings, embrace it, Please. cry about it, be upset about it, and then thank it and let it go. Thank you for this lesson. Thank you for this experience. I may not know how it's serving me now, but I will one day know. You know, that is all you need to do. So I love that. So we are just saying, what do I want? What is it that I want to do? And how is it that I want to feel? And I'm going to check in and I'm going to sort of have this like almost like a scorecard, if you will. Okay, this worked, this doesn't work. And I can, I can look at it in a neutral way, right? Yeah. Without yes, absolutely. good or bad, without putting it in a container of good or bad. Totally. Right? And yeah. Cause that's the thing, Robin, we give things their charge. Yeah. If, if ever, just the, everything is neutral. We claim if it's good or bad. So why not look at situations and say, oh, well, didn't work out exactly. That was, let's not make it a bad thing that happened. Let's just say I learned from that and I can choose something that makes me feel better. I, mm -hmm. I'm reminded of this quote that I heard from uh, Mo Vaughn, who is my favorite baseball player growing up. Um, we, we win or we learn. There's no oh, losing. Stop. We win or we learn, right? I don't know if he's the original If I could one, drop my I, mic, I would, but I, I can't because, <laughs> yeah, that's good, girl. That is yeah. good. 
well, I mean, Mo, you said Mo, Mo oh, Vaughn. Mo. Yeah, I'm not yep. a baseball person. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> he was my favorite growing Canadian. up. So shout oh, out to Boston Red Sox fans. Oh. <laughs> I like to be as, as typically Canadian as possible and just say Bye. I like hockey. That's all I know. <laughs> But, okay. but Robin, you're absolutely right. And I think that, you know, just to give one more tangible piece, like, I love that you said like almost like a scorecard. So here's what I do. Here's what I do. And I want to invite you to do this. However, it feels good for you. I actually pull out a calendar and I find out when each of the new moons and the full moons are mm. going to be throughout the course of the year. I like letting mama moon kind of give me a blueprint, so to speak, yeah. of those check-in points. And mm. her energy is already that, that I just described anyway. So why not like be a double whammy and, and come mm. in this together, right? Like just mm. utilize the magical superpowers that are already available for us via the moon. So I pull out a calendar and I actually mm. write down my new moon intentions. So I write down my mm. intentions every single new moon. And then at the full moon, a really powerful way to help you release is to burn. So again, write down oh, what okay. didn't work and mm -hmm. burn them mm. safely, please, people. Let's yes, be course, safe with yes. fire. But burn them so that you release the energy of what didn't work mm -hmm. and allow the universe to transmute it back into pure positive energy, mm -hmm. right? As we release what no longer serves us and we allow for it to kind of be recycled and recreated as pure positive energy, we get to replace what wasn't working with love and with things that might work. And we're going to try mm. those things next. So another mm. good tip might be to do it based on the seasons, right? So set mm. your intentions going into 2021 in the middle of March, which is when spring begins mm -hmm. review. How, mm. how's it going with your intentions? If you need to course correct a little bit, cool. Do that. Start implementing review again at the summer mm. solstice, which happens in June. Same That's thing. great. What a great right? idea. So that, way, that way you're participating with the seasons and with flow that's out there a little bit more, mm -hmm. but you're, you're doing it in a way that's manageable and, and keeps you accountable to what you said you wanted in the first place. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just think that, I mean, you could do anything. You could say, no, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick um, every fourth Saturday to do my, my review yeah, and my intentions. Whatever works. Whatever works for you. I mean, you are busy mm. parents who have a lot going on right now. And also, like we said during this conversation, Robin, you are worthy of the time that you mm. spend filling you and your soul and your cup. And as you do that, everybody else benefits from it. So mm -hmm. having these little check-in points, it's not, let's not set intentions at the beginning of the year and then say, well, that went to hell. Like, and then not come back to it. It's exactly what a great idea. Yeah. Let's participate with it so that we can participate with the energy and can participate with what you want and participate with the year more in 2021 than we did in 2020, perhaps. Ugh. You know what, Jillian, thank you. And I hope everybody listening, you see why I call her sparkly and wonderful? Like she just is, right? Like she's just, she's just, you are like a personification of love and understanding and kindness. And uh, we need more people like you. And I love that you are a life coach and you help people navigate their own lives. And and uh, and and boy, to, to have somebody like you, uh, I mean, I'm lucky to call you a friend. Um, I'm really <laughs> lucky to call you a friend. Um, but you know, to, to, to have people like you um, around to remind us, you know, to, to seek joy, to seek love, to, 
to to not get caught up in you know lack and and self you know doubt and 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 being cruel to ourselves and not understanding you know that that it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to ask for help i mean these are the kinds of conversations we need to have and we need to have them over and over and over and over and over again because we forget we get busy we forget so i cannot thank you enough for being on both of these two episodes if you didn't listen to part 1 please do listen to it we yeah. drop a lot of serious love and truth bombs there. Um, and you have something free for everybody. You have a free moon cycle phase meditation. So for all of you who really want to embrace, you know, you know, if you don't know where to start, why not start with a natural phenomenon that is the moon cycle? Yeah. Yeah. I have a whole library that I created. There are eight different meditations in it. One for each phase of the moon cycle that I follow. And I guide you through their 10 minute or less meditations. So they're short, mm. they're manageable for your busy lifestyle. But I talk about the specific energy that happens in each phase because mm. just like us, very complex women who no two days are alike. So too is the moon like that. Mm. So when we understand that in certain phases we are being asked to go and to um, be active and then in other phases we're being asked to rest more, um, mm. we, we better participate and support ourselves through life. So I created a little library that gives mm. you a phase specific meditation that you can do during any cycle throughout the year because it's all based on the phase and not like the zodiac that it's in so it's always right. doable and i'm just happy and honored to gift that to your listeners oh thank you very much well jillian um i'll put all of your information in the show notes if anybody wants to reach out to her you will not be sorry she is just a beautiful human being she's exactly what you hear and see today. She's, she is so beautiful. So thank you, Jillian. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Have a beautiful day. And I am, I am sending love out to everybody for you to set those intentions and let's create a shift in 2021 together. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and peace.